Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Recorded live. Hi, everybody. This is the Reiki Level 1 question and answer call. And so we're going to jump right in and start. Um, I'm going to start answering questions. Um, Salima, do you have any um, questions that you want to start out with? Sure. Since I'm the only one on the call, I definitely will not leave you hanging. And as it turns out, I do have a question. Um, I'm wondering about attunement. And if I receive, like, what what does that actually mean and what does it involve? Um, I'm asking specifically because there are a lot of uh, YouTube videos where people are sending um, Reiki, you know, they just make a video right. of themselves doing it. And I'm yeah. like, if I, if I watch those, am I like hooking into their energy? Like what differentiates somebody sending you Reiki from being attuned by them, I guess. Okay. So anybody, like anybody who has been attuned can send Reiki energy. And it's, gotcha. it's basically a process. Uh, and when they're sending, they're going to be sending Reiki to you and not necessarily sending an attunement to you. So they're just kind of tapping into that Reiki energy. And if you looked on the thing where it kind of shows it coming in through your crown chakra Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much going out through the palms of your hands, the center of the palms of your hands, that's what they're doing is they're tapping into that Reiki and sending it out to whoever's watching. And when we get into the level two, I'm going to be sending you teaching you a lot of symbols and um, techniques for sending at distance. And and most of that is focusing on those symbols and just setting that intention. Um, So that's that's what they're going to be doing when they're sending it through a video. Okay, gotcha. Doing that. So they're going to be setting that intention with their mind to send the Reiki energy through them out to whoever is watching. The attunement is, it's kind of like a meditation in a way, for the person who's sending it to you, and it involves um, an intention and just a bunch of steps, which I'll go through later. Um, probably, like if we, I'll probably at some point in time we may skip for a little while. Do like the level three in the master's level. They teach you all the steps to give somebody an attunement, and it, and it mm-hmm. deals with those symbols and placing them in the other person's aura. Um, and so I guess there are two parts to that. The, the person, um, sending the person attuning you is focusing on doing that. And then the person who's receiving the attunement, um, has to want to receive it too. Okay. (laughs) Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, and interestingly enough, I have had some interesting things going on in my life recently, which is. Well, I've had some problems getting the Reiki 2 done. I, during Thanksgiving, I had 16 people staying in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a little crazy, and I ended up losing my voice. And um, 
so I was a little bit behind, but my cat, I have a cat that lives in our office. My husband and I run a heating and air conditioning business. Um, and this cat used to live at our house, but he refused to be an inside kitty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, I have four kids, so he snuck out every time the door was open. And at that time, our neighbor came to me, and she was, she was really upset. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep him in, but he just won't stay. So she caught animal control on us, and we ended up moving him to the office because we didn't want to get fined. And we just, yeah. So he's been our little office kitty, and he has a kitty door that goes in and out. Um, there that he can access with a magnet on his collar. Mm -hmm. Um, But he got hurt this past week, and we don't really know what happens, but right right now he has this wound and his right leg isn't working. But I ended up, I sent him a lot of Reiki, and you can send Reiki to animals, but I just, I hadn't even thought about this, but um, there is a business um, that I... I like, I know the people who do Reiki, it's called Reiki Fur Babies. And that's what they do is send Reiki, and it's F-U-R, Fur Babies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And they send Reiki to animals. And I haven't looked into it that much, but I just, I happened to notice I had Reiki sent, extra Reiki from them, and they do animal communication with my cat um, while he's kind of been going through this trauma. And um, I found out that they actually attune animals to Reiki. Wow. Interesting. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, I've always thought great to give it to my animals, and I do give it to my dog and to the cat at the office, but I I hadn't thought about that because animals are so healing anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But right. if they're attuned, then I guess they could be actually on some level sending Reiki back to you and everybody else that's petting and loving on them. So I was like, that's really interesting. So I want to read some more about it on their website and the reasons why they do it, but that's just kind of what came to mind. But well, that's that's I really interesting. interesting. Yeah, I read a book about, I want to say, two, three years ago now that was not ostensibly about any of this. It was about a woman who raised an owl from his infancy to his adulthood. He was with her for 18 years. She was a, you know, um, a bio biochemist with an interest in animals, so she was a researcher, and she had this owl named Wesley. And as he was getting older, there was some procedure she needed to perform on him that she knew was going to be difficult and potentially painful and that he would be resistant. And so she said, I didn't know what I was doing or why, but I just decided but I would send him images of me performing this procedure on him and it going well and him being fine with it. And she said, I did that for two or three days before I had to start it. And she said, this procedure went like a dream. This is not an energy worker, not a light worker. She was not a Reiki person. She's a scientist. And just instinctively, she's like, I'm just going to send him pictures of himself receiving it and it going well. And that's sort of how I became interested in all of this just by reading that book. So Wow, that's that's really interesting. And that kind of goes yeah. back to like what I was talking about in healing healing out uh-huh. because you don't I don't think anybody has to be trained to be a healer to right. heal. I think, you know, it's just something natural that we all have within us that we can tap into. And of course the more we practice and the more we intend and the more we tap into, you know, the better our results in most cases. And Reiki, I think the thing about it that I like, it's just 
kind of like all those really old mantras, which is so many people have put energy and intention and thought into it that I think that, for me anyway, that's where a lot of the power comes from, right? And, you know, I assume that the symbols that were given to him had power to begin with that he saw in his meditation, but... Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that if there are, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of people having an intention that that symbol is healing, then that's going to amplify that a lot. Right. So that's, that's why I like the addition of Reiki onto healing. And I see that Alabama, uh, is that Debbie? Yeah, hi. I finally Debbie, made it. how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I do have a question about the symbols. Are ruins, the R-U-N-E-S, the same thing as Reiki symbols or not? What was the What did you say? Are ruins, R-U-N-E-S, the same thing as Reiki um, symbols? No. Um, okay. And, and I don't know a whole lot about runes, but um, I know they do have the symbols on them, and they can, they can kind of be read like a... Um, like a tarot reading, I think. Okay. Um, but no, they're they're different. Um, I think there are a few of them that look similar, though. But um, in 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 Reiki level two, there are three main symbols, and then a, a fourth one that is used more with level three. But I'm going to go ahead and te- teach it to you in level two, and then there are some other symbols that aren't traditional Reiki symbols that I have shared in the Reiki Level 2 videos as soon as I can get them uploaded for you guys to get there just because um, they're interesting to play with too. Um, Like there are, one is like an ancient symbol for love, um, the Ohm symbol, and then there's one that's called... um, I don't even know how to pronounce it exactly. It's Antona Karana. I think that's um, probably messing that up. But it's um, if you see it, you'll probably recognize it. But so there are a lot of things that you can play with with the symbols, um, and it's kind of like for me anyway. They each have an energy that. As I've done Reiki for a long time, I can feel the energy of the different symbols. But, you know, different people have different things. So people may see the energy or connect with the energy, um, you know, just from drawing them. Or a lot of times with Reiki, and I'll teach you about this in the class, you draw them with the, like, from the center of your palm or with your eyes. Or a lot of times if you're giving Reiki to somebody else, you can be drawing the symbol on with your tongue on the roof of your mouth. So, and you won't have to do that the whole time. You just do it three times to activate the energy of it. And I'm probably getting way ahead of myself here (laughs) (laughs) on that. But, um, so, I have a few that I was going to go through, just frequently ask questions, um, because I thought they had some good answers. 
If you guys have any more questions right now, go ahead and ask, or if they come up along the way, we can. I have one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, one of the videos you had mentioned that some people use Reiki for journaling, and I was wondering if you had tried using Reiki for writing, if you did, what kind of results you had. Um, one of, well, there's there's two things that I will do, and I'm not always great about doing them, but I will, before I sit down to write, um, I'll just do like five or ten minutes of giving myself self-reiki, um, just kind of puts me in a more creative space. And the other thing that um, I've done some, and, and I would like to do more with it, um, I know a lady who did a lot a lot with it in her writing and thought it was really neat that she would send Reiki kind of like distance-wise to the pro- writing project. Like if she was writing a novel, mm-hmm. she would send Reiki energy like to the project distance-wise before it was done, if that makes sense, to kind of, yeah, um, yeah to add that energy to the project. Um, and then she would also send, set up Reiki intentions that people who read her book would get um, healing energy from it, which um, the, I found it really interesting because she's, she's in some of the more spiritual groups that I'm in, but her books are um, uh, fiction. Kim Falconer is her name. Um, and she kind of says that her books, when you read them, they kind of weave, weave a little spell on you and send you the energy. So that was really interesting. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I, like, I definitely like the idea of sending Reiki to the finished product to kind of help it um, evolve and become what you want it to be. Um, and like I said, I haven't done a lot of that, but I was thinking about that the other day, that that would be fun to do. And I also knew he hasn't actually done it with Reiki, but if you're familiar with Joe Vitale, he, um, he, he writes on a lot of spiritual topics and these kind of um, law of attraction things. And he sets up his websites, and I don't know if he consider. I don't think he necessarily considers it sending Reiki. It, um, he sets them up with the intention that everybody who sees them is going to get an energetic lift or a vibration boost from just coming on their website. Um, and so that's kind of a fun thing. And in the level two one, um, I'm going to teach you guys about a thing called envelope Reiki, where you can put the symbol and what you want to send to in an envelope and set that intention. So you can do that with a book project or with a website or a Facebook page or whatever you wanted to do to send it to. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun. The thing is, there's so many things that you can do with it that it's sometimes hard to remember all all of them. <laughs> do it but um let me see let me look at some of the questions on here um what is 
one of the questions, the first basic one that they have, and this is from the book, um, the Everything Reiki book, is what is Reiki? And, you know, we've gone over that, but it's just a natural healing system designed to assist healing and help achieve balance. Um, through a Reiki practitioner who serves as a conduit through whom the universal life energy can be transmitted to the recipient, either by hands-on or distant healing techniques. Um, and that's the one thing I try to get people to remember and myself to remember because if you are trying to give Reiki to yourself and others, it's um, you just want to remember to visualize that Reiki energy coming in through the, your crown chakra and going out through your palms and not trying to send your own energy. Um, that's the only time I've seen people get depleted from giving Reiki is when they start they start thinking of giving their own energy to somebody else instead of passing through and being a conduit or a channel for energy to flow through. Because the universal life energy is infinite and doesn't run out, but ours does. <laughs> and we can drain ourselves. And that doesn't help anybody. And know for myself, when I've given Reiki, I usually... Like, you can't give it without getting it because it passes through your body. So when you are giving Reiki to other people or your pets or, or even putting it in your food or whatever, anytime you're activating that, it's going through your body and sending you a certain level of healing as well. So I know when I've done a lot of Reiki, sometimes I feel, I like kind of get blissed out. <laughs> and feel really good so it's the, the opposite of some things where if you do a lot of it it's going to drain you but for me it doesn't and I I've talked before about how when I go on a long car ride I'll often send Reiki to people as I'm driving or riding sometimes but um, just you know kind of setting that intention and try to focus on it as I'm driving and pal the passing cars and I drive quite often, like an, about an eight-hour drive to my parents' house. And it used to just totally drain me to do that. But now if I do that and I try to focus on sending Reiki as I'm driving along, I'll get there and I'll be all energized and ready to go. So it's kind of fun how different that experience is. Um, let's see. And and here it talks about if, if Reiki is Reiki a form of faith healing, and it says no, it's it's not a religion or based on any acceptance of any religious doctrine, um, and you don't have to have any belief system as a requirement for Reiki to work. And so I think that's good because if you are Christian, Muslim, Hindu atheist, whatever, it doesn't matter. You can still use Reiki, you can still receive Reiki, you can still send Reiki, and you don't have to believe anything because there's no beliefs attached to it. And I think I talked in the um, video about how the the founder, um, Isui, is 
in in America anyway is always talked about as being a Christian. And I found that, you know, a lot of my teachers said that that is probably unlikely to be true because he was Japanese and probably just wasn't even that exposed to the Christian religion, but that it was set up that way to make it more um, palatable to Western culture, which, you know, it's fine to me. Um, I don't care one way or the other if he was or not, but it's kind of, uh, I think it's, it's fine that it's that it's labeled that way, but I also don't want other people who don't subscribe to Christian religions to feel like they couldn't do Reiki. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. What does Reiki feel like? Um, it says common Reiki sensations are heat or coolness, pins and needles, tingling, vibrational buzzing, electric sparks, numbness, throbbing, itchiness, and drowsiness. And I've seen people who felt nothing but still got really great results. So, um, and I know even when I was taking my Reiki classes and after people did the attunements and started practicing on each other, some people said, oh, my hands are really hot and they feel really hot. And other people are like, oh, my hands aren't hot. It's not working. But, but you know, whenever you play with it, don't judge yourself because it doesn't, that's, everybody's different and everybody has a different experience with it. So um, I wouldn't, wouldn't worry about that. Um, and we talked a little bit about the attunement at the beginning, but um, a Reiki attunement is a ritual performed by a Reiki master. The ritual involves energetic placement of Reiki symbols through a specific set of sequenced actions into the student's crown and palms. So, and that's basically the, the difference between an attunement and um, just giving somebody Reiki is you're not... Uh, the attunement is steps to put the symbols there that have that Reiki energy in them so that the Reiki energy is with that person all the time. So if you have an attunement, then that energy is always with you um, unless you intentionally choose that you no longer want it to be there. But um, so it's always kind of there at a low level. And then when you want to give Reiki to yourself or someone else, then you focus on it and activate it from your intention and attention to it. Any questions now so far? Everything? Okay. Should we not, should we wait till an attunement before we try self-Reiki on ourselves? Um... You can start practicing with it. And, in fact, it might be fun to um, go through and do the self-reiki and then before doing the attunement and then do it after it and just see if you feel a difference. It would be interesting. Um, and that's one thing I wanted to let everybody know is that I put the um, – I finally got a scheduler <laughs> and put the um, link to that so you can schedule a one-on-one time with me. I know people who do attunements distance-wise, and um, they say it works great. 
but I'm going to be honest and let you guys know I haven't done them distance before. I've only done them in person. So that's one of the reasons I just didn't want to be on the phone with everybody so I can connect with them, answer all those questions, and just, you know, feel like we're both intending and focusing on the same thing at the same time rather than sending it when I don't know where you are or what you're doing. <laughs> I just feel like it'll have a better result that way. Um, and if there, I put times and days in there for all of December. And if there's not a time or day that works for you, just let me know because most of the times that I put in there are daytime, but I can do some evenings. I just have to really look at my calendar and make sure because there's lots of kids stuff going on this month. So, Michelle, I think I missed where that scheduler is. Is it on the, the group wall or? Um, you know what? I haven't put it on the group wall yet. I will send it, but I did send it um, in an email that I sent out yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there should be a link to it in that email. Did you get the email? I did, so I just haven't looked okay. carefully. It seems. Oh, okay. No, yeah, no problem. Um, and I'm trying to figure out um, because before I started working with Simpleroo, I had everybody's email going to AWeber. And then since I moved to Simpleroo, when people sign up, their email goes there. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm worried that that if I send with one group and then the other group that somebody are, is missing it. So I'm going to need to sit down and go through the list and make sure I have a complete list of everybody in one place so that when I send out group emails, because I got a couple emails from people saying they weren't weren't getting any of them. So, But I will also, I'll put that scheduler in the um, Facebook group too so it's easier for everybody to see it. I've already booked. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I saw the cool. email this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, somebody booked last night, too, so that's good. And I'm hoping that it seems like it works pretty easily because I've gotten notifications when they've booked and then when I've clicked confirm and it sent it back to me. So it, it looks pretty simple. I, there was one that I tried to set up and it was, like really complicated. I'm like, why does it have to be so complicated to schedule? <laughs> so I think this I think this one will work. Um, but I'm hoping it's supposed to send out reminders to me and whoever else is I'm speaking to. So I think it will be fun. Um, let's see. I'm just going to look here real quick and see if there are any other questions. Um, one that I don't think I addressed is, is it safe to treat children with Reiki? And um, it is. It's safe to treat children and animals. And my children, because, like, there are even, there are even handbooks, I guess, where you can teach children more about Reiki. My older daughter got interested, and in, so she has that. But my kids know I do Reiki, and they know I will send them energy and stuff. But... I try not to make it real. Um, I'm not sure what the the word I want to use is, but like, I don't want to put them in a situation in where I live where they're talking about things too much that are 
way out from what their peers are into. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I mostly just refer to it as as energy. My oldest daughter knows more about it because she um, is reads everything and sees everything. But my my youngest ones, I just you know sit and um, tell them I'm gonna get, send them some healing energy, and I don't get too deep into what I'm doing with them. But it's definitely safe to send to kids. Um, in fact, I usually when I my my three youngest when I tuck them in at night, I usually sit there for three or four minutes, and I don't do like a full body thing, but I'll just usually either on the top of their head or their back sit and send them Reiki um, for like I said three to five minutes just to kind of soothe them and let them fall off to sleep in a peaceful place. And I don't know, but it seems like it works pretty good. <laughs> Um, if there's any other questions that you guys have I can answer those and if anybody that's listening has questions they can email me or they can put it on the Facebook group or there's a forum on Simpler Roo I don't know how well it works but it's supposed to let me know if anybody asks questions on there so um, there's so much information with Reiki, and that's why it's really hard for me actually putting together the class. I was glad that I found that free manual because it kind of is bare bones. Like my, the manual that they gave me when I went through and the one that I'm supposed to use when I'm teaching through my teacher, it's like 300 pages. Right. And that's what I was like. When I sat down to start scanning it in, I was like, um, no. I may think if I can take it to Kinko's and see if they'll will let me, if they'll do it for me, and that way I can put it there as a resource. But it has a lot of information in it, and it's good information, but it's not necessarily information that you need to start out. And um, you know, and it's and it may not be information that you ever need because some of it's just um, just all kinds of different. Techniques, stories, etc. Um, so I like the way that the other handbook was put together because it just really steps you through everything that I was putting in the um, video. <laughs> um, Michelle, I have a quick question, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, I know that a person does not have to be um, certified officially to be able to send or receive. But if you did want to take it the official route to be recognized as a master, um, is there like a governing body that certifies you? Like what steps do you take if you want to just see it all the way through? Um, That's a good question. Um, Because I have the master from my lineage, I I am able to give out certificates. um, And in fact... I need to make a note because once I do the attunements and stuff, I can give out those certificates for two guys for level one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, I think I should probably, we should probably wait maybe six months or so. Um, I know I waited several years to do the master, which I don't think is necessary, but I think it's good to just have some time to integrate the energy and play with it and 
stuff before you go on to the master's level and do the passing of attunements, but I can certify people through um, my lineage and then you would have in, in the videos that same lineage, you would just be the next person in line after me. Okay, um, cool. So yeah, I, um, I've, like I said, I'm not, I've taught a couple of classes, but I actually did though, I taught them as more of an, a co-teacher and she did all of the certificates. So this will be fun because I haven't done that part <laughs> before even okay. though I've received the training and have everything to do it. I just, um, like I said, when I did it, I worked with um, actually Sharda, who's the person in front of me in the Reiki training who did my attunements, and then I helped her teach. Um, so, yeah, that's, we can, we can get everybody who goes through and does, does it, the certificates. Um, and the other thing, too, just is when we do the attunements, I'll do level one and two at the same time, which um, a lot of people do, and it's not a problem. But, that, but don't worry if you haven't done all the level two um, training yet. It won't, be a, it won't be a problem. It's just there's, the attunements are just slightly different, and it's, I know when I did mine, I think we did one one day and one the next. But it's not a not a big deal to do them before you have all the training. It just kind of activates the energy, and then when you start working with the symbols, you're already ready. Okay, great. Well, I scheduled my attunement while we were on the phone, so perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, um, if you guys don't have any more questions, or if you if you do, feel free. I'm not in any, any big hurry, but if you don't, we'll go ahead and close out the call. Okay. All right. I don't for now. All right. I'm going to end the recording then. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.